Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 55th episode of Concerned Dad's Podcast. I'm your host, Katie M. Kane. Tonight's guest, ladies and gentlemen, is C.T. Terror. He is an actor and an artist, a star of the Ching America film Ganja Boy. He plays Slick in the, in the film Ganja Boy. I've, I've seen you make appearances in the other films too, C.T. Can you hear us, sir? Are you with us right now? He's got he's got the slick voice too. No doubt, no doubt. So it's like we we had you on the show before with uh Ching and Callie, and it it was a good episode. But dude, like, yeah, I I wanted to interview you just about your stuff too. It's uh, it's tough to fit three guys into an hour, so it'd be dope to just ask you about the stuff that you got going on with your music and film. Um, and then uh. And then also, ladies and gentlemen, if you can tune in towards the end of the show, the last 15 minutes, we got a couple songs from CT Terror that we're actually going to play live on the air. So uh, please, please stay tuned for that. We're going to take a little smoke sesh break. Um, Stick around. Yeah, stick around. And so before that, I... uh, I used to have like all these cookie cutter cookie cutter questions for interviews and stuff, but it's more fun to freestyle it sometimes, man. And um, just watching your film and stuff too. The 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 things I wanted to know is just uh, more about your story and, and your history and how you got into what you're into, man. Like, did you take drama class in high school? Like, were you were you in band at all then? Like, um. Like, how, how did you get into to writing songs and acting, man? Can you talk about that a little bit? And you don't have to talk in the slick voice, man. Like, Yeah, well, slick, come on and come out for a little bit. And, you know, I'm going to switch up. I'm going to switch up. All right. But um, we're going to take slick out of here right now and answer your questions. So um, Okay, cool. <laughs> as as, I've been with the music shit for a long time. I've been, I did a little acting shit. I never went to no acting school or nothing like that. Um. I did a couple little plays and things like that in school when I was younger. Wait, man, what, what, which ones? And what, what, what grade, man? Four, I, I did. Uh, I, like I, I did Charlotte's school. Web. Oh, I did Charlotte's Web when I was like a, a sophomore in high school, and there was a, okay. a part where I, there was a part where I had to, uh, I had to fall down like over the pig, like someone pushes me over the pig, so. It was fun. It felt it, it felt like pro wrestling and shit. You know what I mean? It's like I had to do it like right. three or four times in the weekend and not get hurt. So it was cool. Yeah, Shout out so, to Miss Scott. Yeah, all my um acting stuff was pretty much like elementary stuff. Um, cool. I did a play. We did a play for Martin Luther King. So I was in that. Awesome. Um, and and did someone play. write it? Did someone like write it? Like you went to a workshop or something like that? No, this is in elementary. So this was oh, like a dude. project that we did in actual school. Um, I was part of this thing called Talented and Gifted. So oh yeah, tag, dude. All right, what you know about CT. Hey, hey, what you know about Bro, yeah. I was not a tag kid in Portland, but in, in on my resin lap where I was. But in, in Portland, they would come and scoop those kids out, and I was like, man, they get to go do some cool shit. I'm sure, man. And well, you yeah. know, when I moved back to my res, then they're like, all right, you, I guess your workload's higher. You're a smart kid now. Like whatever. Yeah, but that, that that's right. awesome, dude. That's that's cool. Yeah. It, it helps me understand you more as an artist too, bro. Right. So then, um, we also I did a play about um, uh, Af- uh, not African, a Hawaiian king called Kamehameha, and we did a play about him. Okay. And that was pretty dope because I never knew that um Hawaii had kings and things. Yeah. Like that. Over there. 
to learn about that. It was pretty dope. And um, I actually helped add on to the production of that. Um, I thought I was going to get in trouble for the shit. So um, they were saying something about him moving a boulder, a big boulder or a mountain or something. He was supposed to be moving. And um, I started just banging on the piano. Like it was like a rumbling noise. Who did that? They're like, who did that? I was like, me. I thought I was going to get in trouble for it. They were like, no, keep doing that. We need that sound effect. I'm like, all right, great. So I just took it from being good to great, helping them add just that one little sound effect. That's dope, dude. That's super dope. And like, man, like being in the room and and hearing something missing and then and then just not vocalizing in this case but but playing it on the piano dude like that's tight bro yeah it worked out in my favor i thought i was gonna get in trouble for it yeah so uh it sounds like we got cali uh on the call right now too man i wanted to acknowledge him and and let him say hello and say what's up cali are you with us man yeah i'm good man i'm good man can you guys hear me okay Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, man, I'm uh sitting there, man. Uh, I'm enjoying the show, man, and uh enjoying what you guys have in the offer right now. And seeing my partner, man, uh, uh Slick right there, man, CT Terra, man, who's uh giving y'all some background. So what I want to say is just like uh it's been a pleasure working with him, man, on every realm, man. And you know how you know in this culture and what we're doing and with the podcast and with everybody that we've had. We kind of uh, have similar lifestyles, similar uh, similar passions of, for music and everything. So when I wanted to bring him on is uh, I wanted him to just get familiar and for the world to be made to see exactly what he's been doing and how he's been doing in the scope of acting and the scope of entertainment. Same, man. Same. I was really interested after watching the movie. Like I was like, we got to interview that guy for an episode, man. So. Th- thanks for hooking that up too, Cali. Like we appreciate the the coordination efforts. Oh yeah, man, Ganja Boy. What, what we're trying to do with Ganja Boy is make sure that it's the modern day Cheech and Chong. How high and how high, and you know, better than all the rest of the uh, comedies. I mean, it was something to lay back to, man. People going through everything they're going through, man. We want to have something that's remotely funny, cannabis involved, cannabis infused, and you feel me, just what it's supposed to be, man. So shout out to uh, okay. Turn Dad's podcast. Shout out to Chang America Films who gave us the opportunity to put these primitive projects out. And shout out to my man, C.T. Terry, who's like a, a great friend, a great actor. I mean, you see the chemistry with us. Whenever we're, people don't understand, whenever we're on our film, when we're on set, most of our, everything's scripted, but most of me and C.T. Terry's vibes and interactions are ad-libs. Yeah. It used to be yeah, one man. take, but it shit's too funny and we'd be too high on there, you know, to get through. But, you know, I mean... <laughs> Man, it's just a blessing, man. And man, I love you guys, man. I love you, uh, Slick, man. Stop stealing from me, man. God damn it, man. Shit, man. I got my lighter earlier today, man. You got my lighter. You got my fucking lighter earlier today, man. You bring my fucking lighter back home, man. You know? And I think I was short a couple of grams, too, man. So on that note, man. Yeah, yeah, Bob Baldry, yeah. On that note, man, you better, yo, take care of your interview, man. Mitch, all the fellas, man, Concerned Dads Podcast. I love y'all, man. Y'all keep it 100. No doubt. Thanks, Callie. We appreciate it, man. Right, Have a good boy. rest of your night, bro. All right, you too. Yep. Bitch. <laughs> Anybody who hasn't seen Ganja Boy, yeah, you got you got to tune in and watch that movie. And then that that, that that little exchange will make sense. It's a it's a good little concept, man. There's characters in your life, I'm sure that uh you can you can 
relate to the movie. So uh, yeah, good that's stuff. a lot of people say. A lot of people say they see the character and they know somebody. Somebody knows somebody. They go yeah. And they go, yeah. Yeah, man. Good stuff. And I'm I'm not even from that coast, man. But it's just like, nah. There's, there's an OG homie with packs like that. You know what I mean? There's there's the homie who's always pulling slick moves. Like it's like, man, what the fuck? Yeah, it's uh good shit, you guys. You know, shout out to Ching too, man. Good good films, Ching America. Good films. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. Ching is the man with yeah. the films, man. Yeah. So uh, we were we were talking about uh, you you were you did a play when you were a kid about. What, what was the king's name? The Hawaiian king? Kamenhamenha. Kamenhamenha. And then you said, uh, yeah, it was I like a story. It. Yeah, no, that's cool, dude. And and uh, you played the piano part for the. So did did you also act in it too, or did they just book you to to do the sound effects for for the play for the weekend or something like that? No, I was act. I was an actor in it. I can't remember oh, okay. what part I played. I know I didn't play the king. I didn't play the king, but I did play a part. But um, that's how I was able to get that little sound effect going on. So when I was off set or off the scene, that's when I was able to pull that one off. On. That's tight, man. It was, a, it was pretty nice. It was a pretty nice educational thing. Like I said, I never knew Hawaii had kings and like anything like that over there. You don't hear too much about Hawaii or Hawaii's history. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, I enjoy that too, man. Being an indigenous person is like we don't get a lot of representation um in hollywood or i guess on broadway either you know what i mean so it's like um writing that stuff and then also finding persons of color to play those roles is is dope man and because i i I, like i yeah dude it's like anything that goes across a desk in one of those places is gonna get completely changed around and commercialized and it's commercialized isn't the truth in most of those cases historically speaking you know what i mean it's not a pretty story it's an ugly one yeah so it's uh it's dope that people are making their own films and writing their own scripts and creating their own content i try to encourage that as much as i can because uh i just feel like even from my era there's a lot of guys who had their dreams crushed you know what i mean either in music acting whatever and it's because they thought that they had to go there in order to make it happen and it's just I mean, not true it anymore like, it not, was not dude yeah not anymore though you know what i mean so any of those bros who are inspired it's like dude you can get the gear and and put in the work man there's there's homies who want to help and it's uh I, I i just think it's a good thing so once somebody does have a completed project too i, I try to do my best to support man it's like i want to like I'll come to your show, you know, I'll, I'll share the link, whatever I can do. You know, if there's a, if it's showing in my city at some kind of film premiere, I'm going to uh-huh. check that out, man. I'm going to tell the homies to go and check it out too. And it's, Definitely. uh, yeah. And it, it, that's why I think it's dope about what you guys are doing too, man. Cause and it's your, your resume is building man on, on actual films that people can go and watch. And it's, uh, yes. it's, it's a new era. And I, I'm sure, maybe some some of your friends or family have been discouraging at times you know like oh why are you gonna go and do that you should do this but it's it's dope that you you still do it man you know because it's uh a lot of times it's 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 not glamorous you know what i mean and you do it because you love it you know what i mean so most folks don't understand that i've been more pushed away from the music shit than the acting shit for some reason yeah i I don't know. I can relate to that. Little homies that want to rap, I'm like, 
just make sure you do it yourself, man. Like it cost, it cost me a lot of money to do a song when I was a kid and you can do it for pretty cheap nowadays. So just make sure you own your stuff and make sure you love it, you know? And I, I try not to be too discouraging cause I'm just like, man, I'm, I'm doing my rock and roll stuff now. I'm not so much on rap. Maybe it's cause of my age, but it just, uh, I try to encourage, you know, I don't, I don't want anybody to think that, you know, what, what their goal or dream is, it isn't what's for them or is something they shouldn't shoot for. So, you know, musical or acting. They, yeah. I don't know why they put a, try to put an age cap on hip hop music. Like you gotta be a certain age in order to get into it or to do it. Cause for example, I mean, I know when it started and everything, it was the teens and, you know, the young twenties who, who birthed it. I understand yeah. that. Uh, yeah, you know, with, with any other culture, it elevates, it evolves, and it has. Yeah. So yeah. you got somebody like, example, you got Griselda Records, Benny the Butcher, um, Kyle, uh, what's on, Kyle Westside, Westside Gun. I would, Kyle, I was just gonna bring him up, man. As soon as you like said that, dudes, yeah. Them dudes like in their are age. Yeah, they're yeah. our age, man. They are. Yeah, exactly. And they yeah. putting shit out in mainstream, and they just getting in the door. So all of that age thing, I don't see why people want to put an age limit to it. If you got the skill and you got the fan base, put it out there for them. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And man, I uh, I like him a lot too. His interviews are pretty good. And um, I like how the songs are, you can hear the experience just in drugs and everything else. So I'm just like, man, he's official. The way he's talking about oil and everything too. I'm like, man, he's from the East Coast. Like it just, uh. I, I, I like his stuff too. And it's, uh, I've heard him say that in interviews too. Like rap is a grown man sport now. It's like for you to navigate this and in order to own it and capitalize off it, he's like, you almost have to have a, a bunch of bad experiences to understand what not to do. Cause a lot of kids don't see that there's, yeah, there's certain things that you need to fill out and submit yourself and pay the money for. Otherwise some other guy's going to do it for you and be collecting that stream of revenue. And, he may or may not tell you about it. You know what I mean? Like there's all being like aware. Yeah, dude, I've seen it happen all kinds of times, dude, even in current times, you know? And so I, I try yeah. to be as, yeah, I try to be as transparent as possible with anybody who wants to work with me. Um, I put out one project with my bros from back home. Shout out to Lil Tom. Um, there's a drum group. They sing powwow songs from my res back home. They're called Lightning Creek. I, I put out one of their okay. albums in 2013. And so uh, it was dope to work with them too, but it was just like, hey man, I, I drew up just a couple page contract and said, this is what the budget is for us to come out and record when, when it goes online. I'll, whenever you guys want to report, I'll send it to you. This is what it's made. Once we recoup that money, then split it 50-50, you know what I mean? But those guys in that game, the uh, the hand-to-hand -hand physical sales is still pretty good, I think, when they go to powwows and and travel i think folks really support the artists in that scene by buying cds and shit something a lot of times ct it's fucking 20 bucks bro you know what i mean it's like the new this grew it's 20 bucks you know what i mean and people will pay it so i i think it's it's uh it's very cool that that scene supports each other but i i just wanted to crack into it and it's my older cuz he, he gave me the name katie kane when i was a kid so i i uh i just wanted to show him what how things worked and do a project and put, put, put my, my name on it too. You know what I mean? And, and they, uh, oh, no. they ended, they ended up getting nominated for a native American music award. They call it the NAMIs. I think it's out there in New York, the award ceremony. And 
they didn't win, but they, they still got to go out there and go and sing. And I don't know. It, it was cool, man. Yeah. I, I was proud of them, man. Yeah. I was proud of them. The win is just is the notoriety and being able to get even more notarized because now you got that nomination. So now when you go there, people who may not even heard your name, they're going to hear your name at least nominated. So now they know who is they know who to check for. Yeah, man. Yeah. So I uh, I'm I'm really proud of those guys. Shout out to Lightning Creek and all the fellas who sang on that project. Um, I, I, one more question I had about uh, when you were doing the acting stuff as a kid, did you know you liked it that much back then? You know what I mean? Like because because school is like. There's certain subjects you like in school and certain ones you don't, but like there's, you have an experience. It's like, fuck, I want to keep doing this shit, man. Like, this is dope. I liked it. I liked it, but I didn't know that I was going to like it to the point where that would be something that I really, 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 really wanted to do. I yeah. wanted to get into the entertainment stuff. I just didn't really know which way to go. If it's going to be like the acting thing, the music thing, I really didn't know which way to go. So yeah. started young with the acting in school started young with the music you know what i'm saying just in the hood we used to do our little own little things in the hood and yeah dude can you talk about that too dude because i i like you really sound like you've done a lot man you know and you, you're you could be younger or older than me but probably around the same age and so dude like like talk about the like did, did was there like a first tape or a first album or anything you were did you go by a different name back then like like, so yeah, man, for real, I, I, I honestly feel like, too, CT, you're going to get a whole bunch of more work and, and blow up and people are going to come back to this interview and be like, yo, like, yeah, all right. Like, I know something about him now. You know what I mean? So as much yeah, as you can it, share, bro. bro. Yeah, yeah, man, as much as you can share, please do. So, yeah, with the music, like, um, we started out scratching on old school records, like, um, can't really well it's old school now to us at that point it was fresh so like yeah. we'd take a beastie boys album or we'd take yeah. like a run dmc album and one turntable no mix board but we were scratching on that motherfucker we yeah. were scratching on that motherfucker. fucking the needle we up man. We Mom was like, what the fuck are you guys doing on my record player god damn it yeah, I mean, we just try. You know, we were young. We we not even double digits yet, and we was doing shit with it. Feel me? Yeah. And um, I don't know if people remember this shit, but um, McDonald's had put out a a song back in the day, um, with like the Mac Tonight logo, nigga, the the moon face, nigga. They had. Like, I remember that. Song. It's out of like Big Mac, quarter pound. They like they ran pretty much ran the whole menu down in a song, but it was kind of like a rap song. It was kind of like a rap I just, song almost. And I just remember somehow, the cartoon guy. Yeah, I just remember that part. It was an actual, they put it on a record. It was on a, um, it was on a 45. That's on a 45. Tight, For dude. those of y'all who don't know what a 45 is, a 45 is the real small records. Yeah, yeah. Small vinyl. So they put it on this and somehow I ended up getting this. I don't remember how I got it, but I got it. So we had sit up in my room <laughs> And we used to scratch on that motherfucker like it ain't matter. Big Mac, Big Mac. We were scratching on that motherfucker. Dude, that's so, tight, man. And even before that, like in the, the project I'm from, we had this generator outside and we called it the green machine for evident reasons. Shit was green. So we used to all sit up on that and it had a little lock on the outside of it. So we used to bang on the lock 
to hit that shit. And we used to make beats off of that. And we'd gather around that. Little boys spit they little Dude, shit. Is that the, like the little green electrical box? Is that what you're talking about? Dude, yeah, yeah. we used to do that too, still... man. They had one of those. Yeah, we do the same thing when we were kids, man. Our shit was a bit to us back then. Well, it was kind of big back then. But you could actually sit on it. It was taller. So we had to get running, jumping starts to get on top of it. It's not like the little green ones that you see nowadays. Yeah, that's like dude. Uh, yeah, there's, it, yeah, in certain places, there was those ones too, man. I know what you're talking about, bro. Like when the first time I ever drank alcohol, it was Yukon Jack behind the Piney Wash with some girls uh, that were the class younger than me. And it was sitting on one of those green boxes. Like they, one of those girls just grabbed me. He was like, John, come out here. You want to drink this? I'm like, oh, man, I don't know. And it was Yukon Jack, and it tasted like fucking shit. It was like cough syrup. I'm like, ah. It was one of those green boxes you're talking about, bro. It was my first drink of alcohol. I was like 14, yeah. 15 years old. Yeah. But that was our shit. And then we, um, we used to make our, then somehow we, one of us had a little drum. We ended up with a little drum. So then we Like a snare drum? Off the drum? I don't remember what kind of drum it was, honestly. It was small. Word. It was a real small, maybe... Almost like, like a, a bongo. A, nah, it wasn't a. We had a bongo too. My uncle had a rest in peace of my uncle. He had a bongo in, a, in the house. We used to bang on that shit a little bit, but he ain't like us playing with it. So, yeah. somebody, it was the drum thing we had was almost like a banjo. It was like almost like the size of a banjo. So, I don't know what you want to call that one. But if you want to set them yeah. up on the, on, the, on the drum stands, it's one of like one of the real smaller ones. We used to bang on that. And um, we made a couple little tapes off of that shit. Back then, I used to make the beats a lot more, though. I really wasn't rapping at that point. That's cool. Bang the beats out. And then you, and know, then you guys just... Shit. And then you just record on a regular tape deck, too? Like, just a regular little <laughs> yeah. boombox with the mic or whatever? Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. Got a little boombox. Either we had a mic or I had the mic built into it. And yeah. We got busy. Same, man. Like, uh, my guy, Deacon Jones, he... he uh, he lived up the street from me. He, he wrote a book. We had him on the show like a month ago. Um, he was one of the first guys I started with too. And my, my pop at his office, there was some old guy that worked there that would fix up stereo receivers. So he would, he would buy like the broken one from the pawn shop and fix it. And there was some kind of tape that, that the pawn shop wouldn't take or wouldn't buy it. So he, like, he hooked my dad up. My dad gave it to me. And that was the first shit we recorded on. And we thought it was cool because it, it had an actual mic input. You know what I mean? So it was like a left or right, and we only had one mic, so we were recording the left left side one. I think me, I think Rick wrote left-handed too. So we're like, man, let's pick the left side. And it, dude, it was hella primitive, but that's we had a sock on the microphone too. It was a little twenty dollars shit from from Radio Shack. So it just, uh, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like it, it just as as kids, we were just happy to have the ability to create and record something on a tape. You know what I mean? And then share it with friends. And then I would take it a step further and make like a mixtape with whatever CDs I had. I would pick the tightest songs, put them on there, and then work me and Rick's song into the middle. One of them on each side, you know what I mean? Just to stash it in there. So it just, I love hearing these stories, CT. You know what I mean? Because uh, in our lifetime, technology has involved, evolved a lot. You know what I mean? And so a lot. And it, it just... It, it, it almost seems like the more competitive people are the kids who know better how to use that. But I, I, I like the art more from people who've Back had then. the more diverse experiences. Yeah, dude, you know, cause that's when it was raw it, and real though. Yeah, man. And I don't want to be an old head crying around about back in the days, you know, but it, it is man. Like those stories are relevant and 
it wasn't too much doctoring back then. It was it was raw talent. Mm-hmm. It was raw talent. It was, it was some artists who could tell you it would tell you like we only had X amount of money going to the studio X amount of time. We had to go in there and one take shit. It wasn't no yeah. it wasn't no punch-ins. It wasn't no startovers. We one taking this shit. So all your energy and everything is in that one take getting the fuck up out of there. Yeah, man. And you had to practice. That's a man. That's how I tell uh my kids and, and my little homies too. I'm like, you're gonna suck at first no matter what. Very rarely in life are you gonna be a natural, you know, like you gotta practice, you know, like it's you 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 gotta practice to get better. And that was part of it. You couldn't fucking go in there and freestyle some shit, otherwise it sounds sloppy as fuck. You know what I mean? It all depends. Some people actually can go in there and freestyle their ass off and you will actually think they write. And they can't write a long song for shit, but they have freestyled a motherfucking ass off. And then you got people who penmanship is just killer status and can't freestyle for shit. And then you yeah. got some people who got it all. They just, some people are just naturals with it. And it's just there. That's it. Yeah, no doubt. It, like, uh, that's one thing that I always thought was cool too. I had a, a buddy on my trim crew. His name was Aaron Gohan. If he's listening, shout out to Aaron Gohan. But he would always listen to the battle rap stuff, like Locksmith and uh, Disaster and shit like that. And yeah, I, I, like I just was more of a songwriting type guy, and that was the shit I liked. But, but the, the more I listened to it, it was impressive to me because it was it was spontaneous. You know what I mean? Like on the spot, based on a, how the guy across from you looks, you're gonna crack jokes that rhyme to a beat like that. Uh, that shit's hard, bro. You know what I mean? That does require real talent. And, uh, yeah. you know, like practice can only get you so far in that situation, man. It's like, you gotta have the, the skill, you know what I mean? The, 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 but uh, even you gotta kind of, yeah, you, you gotta, gotta kind of be a natural. Shit. Yeah. You gotta stay with that shit to keep getting better with your shit. Yeah. And, and then, uh, next week on the show, we have, uh, an artist, I, I I met him in Portland. I'm pretty sure he's from Portland. He's in Portland and Vegas. His name's Six. And dude, he's he's got bars too. I'm excited to ask him some similar questions. But uh, he he's one of those battle rap type guys. I think he's entered a couple of them because there's guys that I've never heard of that it's like you could enter a battle and win a million dollars, bro. And I'm like, no way. Oh, and yeah, dude, like serious. Like dude, guys will put up the money, stream it live. They do like a pay per view type thing. And right. it, I'm I'm like no fucking way. Like there's this this guy from Portland. His name's Il Mac. Heard right. of him, but I I never was super. But I think he won one of those battles. I'm like no way for an M. No way, really. Like for oh, wow. That's tight. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because he didn't ever floss it or you know like put that shit on it. So it, it's it's about the pride. You know what I mean? It's like now nah, I've I've went against guys who were supposed to be better than me and beat them. So. I, I dig that that competition aspect of it too, man. Shit, I didn't know the numbers was in it like that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh there's another guy named AKA from Olympia. Man, his name's Mark Bowen. And I wanna get him on the show sometime too, but like, dude, he I'm pretty sure he's won some of those battles too that were in the six figures. And I'm like, damn, dude. And it it it's weird because they don't ever it's bragging rights. It's not to post on social media. You know what I mean? I'm like, man, that shit is cool. And then you probably don't want to tell everybody you won fucking a whole bunch of money last weekend. You know what I mean? You don't want to post that on your Twitter. <laughs> yeah. But it's still, 
it's still, it just seemed like you would see it on a flyer or a resume somewhere that, you know, and, and, and it's not. So I, I respect that a lot too. Um, so what, like with music or with film, what do you feel was like your, uh, your first break? You know what I mean? Like we're talking about like the early stuff and everything and, um, like doing plays as a kid and, and, and tapes as a kid for music. What, like, did, did you, what was the, what put you towards this path, man? You know what I mean? Cause the world wants you to do something else, no matter what, every single time. And it's like, gotta be like, fuck the world. I'm doing this. So I was with the music shit for a long time. I've been going with the music shit for a long time. I've been uh, working with this person, working with that person. I don't know why the fuck my shit looking shiny as shit all the fucking time. I'm not oh, you're all good, bro. We, we don't care about makeup. I mean, I we, we don't got the... Well, no, it's like when you're on TV, they, they do the... No matter what, if you're on TV, they got a makeup person who comes over and makes sure... You know what I mean, we don't care. We ain't tripping CT. Yeah. I got a few projects that was supposed to got put out that never came out for reasons I don't really want to talk about. What, what year was that? Like, like you signed to a label or something? I was part of a label back in the day, um, a little independent local label from Harper, Live Your Life Records. I was a part of that shit. Um, okay. Had a, it was a four, it started out with four artists and then it branched up into a few more. And then I ended up leaving because shit was looking, shit wasn't right. Shit wasn't right. Yeah. So I ended up leaving. Ice, Ice Cube was the smartest one in the group. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, he was. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yes, he was. So, so good, good deal, CT. Good decision. But, you know, we put out some projects through there, you know, that were pretty good. We did some, um, actually, you in, you in Portland? Uh, I'm in so Spokane now. Spokane now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was in yeah. Portland for like 10 years, though. I, I love Portland. I, I still consider got it. it. Yeah. So, yeah, one of the, um, we got some of the music out. There's some, some people out in Cali that was part of some big radio stations out there. They wanted to get us out there, but it never worked out. Bummer, man. See, but, man, like, yeah. it's there's breaks, bro. For real. There's, there's, what, what else, man? Like, what? You, you, what was the, the big up? You know what I mean? When, when, when did it look positive? It was looking positive back in like between 2010, 2012, back in there. For the music? But yeah. But then found out, you know, you think you're dealing with the right people. You're not dealing with the right people. And then shit just fall apart. So I just had to yeah. fall back and just try to figure out, you know, where to really go with it. Because it seems like every time I link with people to try to make some shit happen, it's always end up being the same outcome or something similar. You feel what I'm saying? So I got to get with the same people that's vibing, that's vibing on the same vibe that I'm on. I can dig and it, CT. I just recently I came it. about that a few years ago. Me and my guy, you'll hear one of the songs later on. But I got a few songs in the stash that never got released. Projects that's put together that pretty much just needed to get a couple more things added and it would have been completed that never got done people ran off with the music whatever the fuck happened yeah i uh that sucks too man I, when um you record a body of work at someone's spot and then you don't have access to it afterwards it's it's like that shit's a fucking heartbreak and a half dude like there's certain like i don't do a lot of features but there's certain features that i did that i really fucking wish 
I, I would have came out and they didn't for whatever reason the person i gave it to didn't put it out and i'm like god damn it man that song was tight and i want to do it on my own like let me just put it it's like i didn't purchase that beat i didn't you know i, I don't want to be dishonest so it's like fuck whatever i'll just hurry up and wait but when you talk about stuff not working out too dude i put out my first album in july of 2002 I had a, a hookup at the radio station. Um, one of my homies from school got a job there. So I got my shit in the computer for that whole summer. And then they changed formats to new rock in the fall. So that was the end of it. But I didn't capitalize on being on the radio. I didn't have CDs in stores or anything for sale that people could buy. And so it's like, that was a missed opportunity. But after that, like certain little independent labels knew who I was and would give me a contract and it's like i'd red ink the shit out of it and we would even come to terms and then by the end of the the length of the contract they wouldn't give me the money to put out the album you know what i mean and that happened three times dude like once in spokane once in seattle and then once in portland and it, it was just like fuck like you know like i i was counting on the shit working out to to pay for my art and me not having to stress out or risk my freedom in order to pay for it and then it's like, you're going to end up having to do that shit anyway, John, you know? So it's like, fuck. It, uh, I, I, I can understand the, the, the heartbreak and shit, too, of, of stuff not working out, CT. I, I signed to three different independent record labels for a one-album deal. The shit never worked out, and I had to fund the shit myself. You know what I mean? It's like, you, you, you reach the end of the, the, the term of the deal, and they're supposed to give you the money to put it out, and they don't. So it's like... I got to do this shit anyway. So it, uh, I understand the, the heartbreak of having that happen too, dude. So yeah, I funded my own project. The project I put out, um, I put a mixtape out in 2010 called Jack and Beats Volume 1. Word. So, yeah. Is it on that piff? No, nah, I never put it on that piff. I never put it online at all. And I could have, I should have, but I never put it on. I never put it online. I put it on CD and that was it. I just wanted to see how good I can do on a, on a on a hard copy level feel me I yeah to hand to hand man digital shit but everything switched over to digital feel me but yeah you can't escape shit, it now bro nah you can't that should almost nah. take it now so it's like i don't really don't want to put it online now like because it's i don't want nobody to take it as i'm trying to put it out as it being something new no nah. yeah no nah. but uh like dude doing it yeah, when 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 you get that one like that golden roll, bro, or your, your household name, then like when you have your little website for fan website, you can stash it on there on a page, so the yeah. super fans can dig for it and search for it and be like, "Holy shit, have you fucking heard this? Like, where did you find this? It was yeah. on, it was on, you know what I mean? It was under a page that looked like it was something else. Yeah, and and having people order it, yeah, having people order that too, dude. Like that's uh real fans will spend that $20 to have something mailed to them, you know? And I, I feel like uh, the work that you're doing is going to generate real fans. CT terror. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. It, it is. Then when he said tag, I was like, no way. Tag kid, man. I'm like, shit. Yeah, man. Like it, yeah. it just, uh, talented and gifted, man. Yeah, you know, not, 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 not just in school, but in, in art and, in uh, film and music, you know what I mean? So, I thought that that was just some local shit. I ain't you waved on a whole another coat. You on a other yeah. coast and you saying that shit, man. Yeah, yeah. When because like when I was a yeah dude, when I was a kid, uh, we moved to Portland 
second, third, and half of fourth grade. And then, and then we moved back. And so it's like for that time I was in Portland. Oh. Fuck, it was hard, dude. Like we had like the workload for school was just way heavier. And I wasn't, I guess, considered talented and gifted in that environment. But once I moved back, the workload was like a third as heavy. You know what I mean? Like instead of 35 vocab words where we had to do definitions and synonyms, antonyms, and use it in a sentence, we only had oh. 10. Instead of 35, it was 10 on the rest of us. It's like, man, it's easy. So it, it was... It wasn't called tag on my res. It was called something else. I can't even remember, but you, you, uh, I think they let us go like on recess at lunch, we could go to the computer lab. So we'd like, we'd go play Oregon trail and shit like that. You know what I mean? Cause yeah, the fuck with the, um, Carmen San Diego. With a, with Carmen yeah. Yes, my- dude. Yeah, yeah, man. That was a fun one too. Yeah. And then there was Not like, uh, bitch yeah dude so it, it it's it's cool to hear about that ct man like it's it's uh it's it's the human you know like the humanity of the star you know so like i, I dig that shit a lot man and i got a pass too man i grew up too i had to grow up too yeah well man so it, you you know it's like when someone hits it's like you don't get to hear all that stuff so i feel like i'm, I'm getting early access ct before it hits i'm, I'm I'm getting these interview questions questions in. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And, um, so like, what about with film, dude? Like what, uh, like what, what was the break when, when things started looking up and going positive, man? Like, so for real, dude, like shit sucks sometimes. And it's like, man, I, I keep doing work and it's, you know? Yeah. So what happened with the film shit, right? Um, my boy was doing a video one day. And he invited me to come over and be his hype man in the video. Like the hype man. I'm like, bro, I don't fuck I wanna be a hype man for I rap myself, nigga. Fuck what you mean, hype man. Then yeah. what he meant by it. And I'm like, all right, cool, I get what you're saying. Come on, let's do it. So boom. He's showing me what he wanna do in the video. So, you know, we do the whole little video thing. Boom. His video never came out for whatever reason. So Damn. They was like, Damn. the people who was there was like, oh, like, we like what you was doing. Like, you really brought some energy, you brought some life to the video and shit. Like, like, do you act and shit? I'm like, nah, rap. They're like, oh, because, you know what I'm saying? Da, 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 da. I'm like, okay. Caught that little, that little hit right there. So I got put on to, um, like I said, in 2010, I had um, put the music, I had put the mixtape out. So mm-hmm. that same weekend I put the mixtape out, somebody called me like, yo. You want to come on? Um, you want to come do a, You want to come perform? Do it at a show? I'm like, hell yeah, I want to come perform. Nigga, I just dropped the mixtape too. Have, bro, where we yeah. at? Where we at? Yeah, where, man. Where we okay. at? He's like, yo, come downtown. Yeah. He's like, come downtown. I'm like, when? He's like, right now. I'm like, yo, I'm, a, I'm up in the park. I'm up in the park trying to sell my CD and shit. I had to, yo, somebody, I need somebody to bring me downtown right now. Boom. I go down, get dropped off downtown. I go to this spot. It's a show, it's a little show. They had um an act that didn't show up, so they needed a slot filled. So hell yeah, I'm coming to fill out that shit. Boom. I fill a slot. The dude who um was throwing the shit, it was actually his actual studio, his name Joe Young. So okay. I performed for him. He liked my music. He buy two of the mixtapes, one for him, one for his daughter. Next time I see him, he like, yes, I love your music. My daughter like your music. You're gonna be great with music. Trust me. But all you need is the right people to see and hear you, and you're going to go. Boom. All right. A couple years dude, later. Dude, man, that makes you feel good, too, dude. Like, fuck. 
Yeah. So a couple years, was it uh, a year later? I get when that he's doing a movie. I'm like, okay. Uh, yeah. Like, he got. He wrote a book. He wrote a book. It's called Diamond Rough, and he's going to do a movie based off this book. So they want people to come down and audition. And they want to get people that's going to be local in it because it's going to be filmed in Hartford. So they want people from Hartford to be in it. But it's going to Hell be yeah, actors, dude. It's going to be actors coming in from all over. Like this is a real actual fucking movie. So yeah. I'm like, all right. Guys bro. work working out and shit, man. Staying yeah. frolic. Yeah. So I get down here, I audition for this movie, and I fuck up on a simple line. Simplest line I had. Four words that I had to say, and I fucked up. Uh, Dumbest shit ever. And I knew I fucked uh, up, did it, and I don't know why I did what I did, but everything happened for a reason. So yeah, I didn't get a part for the Diamond Rough movie. He comes back, and I find out here that he's doing another movie. It's a movie called uh, K-Skills. So I'm like, okay. right, I'm going to go audition for this movie, and I'm getting a part in this shit. There's no way yep. I'm walking away without a part for this movie. Yep. So I go down to audition. I read for one part. They tell me, somebody tells me while I'm waiting, like, oh, um, we may have you audition for four different parts. So you're going to have to read for four different people. I'm like, oh, shit. Damn. The fuck? So oh, that's hard, bro. Fuck. Because then, like, you have no choice but to look at the paper, you know, a little bit, you know? No. So um, I remember I only came ready for one. Four put on me. And the time I got to go in there in the spot to go do my parts, I memorized all four people, went in ready for all four parts. Good job, CT. Good job. I go in there. I see Joe. He's like, oh, I ain't know you you act. I'm like, yeah. He's like, I just know you for doing your music. I didn't know you could act too. Well, yeah, well, you want to see what I do. I auditioned for the Diamond Rough thing. I ain't get it. He was like, oh, I didn't even know you auditioned. Okay, whatever, well, you know, I'm here now. So I audition for him and I get the part for K Skills. Not All the, right. Not the part that I actually read for. I ended up with a different part. So K Skills is a movie that got put out locally here in Hartford or the Connecticut area, whatever, for a program called Father Work. So this movie was to help promote that program, which is something that was helping or I don't know if they still event if they still open now or not. But they help young men between like 18 and 24 or something like that, who lives not going too well. And they try to help them get shit back right and help out with being a father to their child and shit. Run into this web series situation. So I'm watching web series on YouTube. Like, yo, these are pretty dope. I like watching these more than watching actual shows on TV. Same, because dude. It's more, it's low budget, but it looks, it's more real. If you watch web yeah. series, if you watch web series, you know what I'm talking about. I don't got to. Yeah, go. man. You, the, the, the talent stands out too. You know what I mean? Right. Like right. it's, uh, yeah, dude. Wrong, like wrong cut talent. Wrong. It ain't. Yeah. Just done it. Okay. Y'all cut out again. Oh, my bad. Are you still there? Can you hear me now? I hear you. I hear you. Okay, cool. My bad, man. My bad. All right. So, um, yeah. Homicide Hartford 860 comes out and I'm sitting back. I'm a fan of the show. I'm watching it crazy and just happen to be while I'm watching the show, people in it, I know these niggas. So yeah. I'm rooting for the home team. Like, yo, this shit is hard. Like 
every single episode, it just got better and better and better. And if anybody watching this shit, if y'all have seen Homicide Hartford, the unedited versions that's out now, if you've seen it when it first came out, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. That shit is fucking bananas. I mean, you can watch them now, but some of the scenes is edited because of certain things. Uh, yeah, new new guidelines on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, them, yeah the bullshit. And people yeah. hating and flagging that shit. But anyway... Homicide Hartford, baby, we gotta watch that. Homicide Hartford. Homicide right. Hartford, A six O. Yeah, A six O. All so, right. So, um, on Ching America Channel. So, boom, I come in on episode seven of that is my debut on the show. Okay, episode so, seven. And that's my um debut into the web series situation. So, what, what man? What kind of what kind of character did you play in that? You like the the cop or the killer? No, nah, I got a real short part. I'm a, I'm I play a jail scene. It's a jail scene, so the guys end up getting caught up. They come into jail, and I'm already in jail and shit. So you know, what I'm saying my team and some of the main characters of the show, we end up getting into a little physical altercation and shit, and boom, yeah. it goes from there. <laughs> so that's cool, man. Cool. It's just the fact of. You know, I was doing something different than what everybody else was doing when I came in. Like, when you watch my part, nobody told me to do anything that I did. I just came in and just did the shit. You, if you watch the part, you see what I do. Nobody told me to do none of that. And it's like, I'm trying to be more as realistic as possible. You know what I'm saying? That's what yeah. you got to do when you're doing mute, when you're doing film. You got to be as real as possible. You got to make the character believable. So Yeah, man. I yeah, it's fiction, that. but yeah, it's fiction, but they got to believe you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So from there, I came on with um, guys like me so much. They were like, all right, we about to start this new shit. We got this shit called Bishop and the Juice Crew. And we got a crazy role we want you to play for that. So, Dude, I watched like the first hour of it. And it was it was late at night. And my lady was like, turn the TV down. I was like, man, it's cool. I'll just, I'm, I'm going to get back to it. But. I, I I saw you. You weren't playing like a comical character in that one, were you? It was more serious, wasn't it? Yeah, Bishop and the Juice Crew. I play a fucking scumbag. Like this dude is the dirtiest of the dirt type niggas in the world for real. Yeah, I I. It was a scene where you were talking to the girl in the scene, like she was your lady. So I was like, oh, he might be a pimp or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you know, like it just uh, it, it was uh. That, that's how it seemed. I'm like, this isn't slick for sure. So, nah, um, so sh nah, showing range, know. showing range as an actor for sure. See, there see. you go. You got to. Yeah. That's what you got to. But um, that's what the character was supposed to be. So when you watch the character, it was bad. To, if people really think that that's me in real life. That's not yeah. real life. Like, yeah, it's I'm acting. Play, I'm playing a character. So, yeah. Uh, People came up to me, told me, she, like, my one of my close people called me, like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, what? <laughs> She's like, yo. She's like, nah, yo, this shit is too fucking real, yo. Nah, yo, y'all playing this shit. This shit is too fucking real. Like, he like, yo, I really had to sit back and remember this is a fucking show. That's like, yeah. no, don't hit her. Like, no, like, they, yeah, they, that's, People really like, yo, nah, that shit look they too believe fucking it. real. Yeah. It's it makes you, it makes you feel a way because it, that's not something that you're supposed to see. You know what I mean? That's, it's that's, not a that's, thing. It's, uh, not a, it's not a thing of, it's not what you're supposed to see. It's a thing of, we bring in something that's so real that is too relatable to the people. 
So when you're watching this shit, you're seeing something that is going to trigger something in your mind because you either been through it, you know somebody who's been through it, you've seen it, whatever. Yep. Every It's all relatable. There's nothing in there that you're not going to fucking relate to. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And uh, that that's the thing that I try to identify most with in film and music, too, is emotion. You know what I mean? It's like you fucking hate that guy because he fucking hit that girl and he was talking to her this way. You know what I mean? Well, or to the movies. It, yeah, that's that's the villain, man. You, go you know what movie, I mean? You're seeing the same shit. It's just yeah, dude. For it, you're getting it for free on YouTube. We give yep. you some raw, real shit for free. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So just imagine if a bag is involved with it. When the bag comes and shit, like it's the, you know the projects that we have in the bag that come is fucking crazy. Like it's I crazy. bet, man. It's crazy. I bet it's uh that and Ching's like the first guy that I've really subscribed to who has uh the depth of content like that, like full films and full series, and God, and, and it's available for free. You know what I mean? And and you you could critique. Uh, little things here and there as far as independent film but it's like nah man like those are barriers that were overcome in order to have art be seen and reacted to and and it's uh the talent still stands out man like the story is still you can still follow it my only critique was the audio you know what i mean it's like in certain scenes it's it's not mixed yeah. the same as the scene before and then that's that's about it dude you know what i mean like that i'm sure he's working on that right now you know what i mean it's uh that that was otherwise it's like dude it's it's people like us who made their own shit and wrote it deep enough for you to binge it you know what i mean because like I, I i did a short film with my guy ryan craig and and he did a short film the summer before that and i, I fucking love it i'm proud of the work but damn i wish we had a whole series of episodes that you know what i mean like it just uh it makes me see what's possible you know what i mean and, and, yeah. and it's insp it's inspiring too dude because it's you know you, you you don't need much you don't need some guy to give you the go-ahead you just need the guys in the scene to show up and do work you know you need a dedication yeah you need a dedication anybody be on, on the same page that's all it takes that's yeah all if you know what i'm saying like if you see like what we've done like with that bishop and the juice crew the first season we won an award for that shit and that was yeah. the first time that we've ever that's ever been done in this for the state. You feel what I'm saying? Or for the city in this area. Like yeah. We've this first time we submitted it, we got nominated, we won. You know what I'm saying? And as if you watch the show, the show itself is gonna tell you, it's gonna show you why we won. You feel me? It's a really yeah. dope show. I'm not saying it because I'm in it. Like I can actually sit back and watch a show. And watch it for as if I'm going to watch somebody else show, and that's, that's yeah. what I look at it as. I'm looking at it as a show. So now I can go back and I can say something like what you said. The audio in some parts was a little bit was off in some parts more. It was yeah. better. You know what I'm yeah, we can go back and we can say that. But that's trial and error as far as going through going with working with what we got. It is, dude. And I, I invite that from anybody who listens to my shit. Like, dude, if, if my mic was fucked off and you couldn't hear it, like, dude, tell me that. Like, I'm I'm going to accept that and try to correct it next time, you know? Like, I don't, um, and, and, and anybody who does art or, or creates content understands too. It's like, dude, I really liked it. I like this, this, and this, but you can't just fucking, I love it. You know, it's like, there's, there's parts that could be improved too. You know what I mean? Right, so exactly. 
yeah so it, it just i i feel like that's part of being honest man and i i i dig that shit yeah so it, it uh you know i i i really dig that you guys have that much shit available too man and it, like has has anybody uh like hollered at you to try and be an agent or anything like that no okay no so it's you're you representing yourself then too and i, th- yeah, I think that's dope it's all independent yeah. like i never been to no schooling i never been to no acting schools none of that shit for what i do i've never been to no schools and i'm looking at how i perform and how people who um actually is involved in that industry yep. see what i do they like no you're gonna they like it so if i'm going if i'm doing what i'm doing independently why would i want to go spend that money to go have to go you know what i'm saying into the school yeah unless it's a situation where we have to but yeah that's then going having to do that that's just to have the papers so that you can get them extra you know what i'm saying to move yeah forward. it's not it's not worth it to me anymore i'm like nah like, nah, it's like we already you, know nah, you, yeah, you, know you don't about so what you yeah mean? yeah you, you don't need that. the yeah you don't need the piece of paper for someone to hire you to do it's like nah just do it myself nah, so we are, that's you know, tight check this out look at that. that right there like tell your people to come and put something together like that right now right now and with ganja boy when that came around honestly like there's um we've we on the win with a lot of that shit we on the win with a lot of that shit it's a script to it but we on the win with a lot of that shit so when you catch some yeah, of this, when you catch some i of can tell it's ad lib like yeah. right there on the spot so yeah. there's no time you feel what i'm saying there's no there's no rehearsal no nothing except for the times where we get caught up and it get too funny then we gotta keep we gotta do it over yeah uh, especially when it yeah, first too. started when we first started ganja boy they was not expecting a voice. I wasn't expecting that voice to come out. That's not what I was trying to do, but that's what ended up coming out. Yeah, it, it, it dude, it, that adds a whole, the layer of comedy is almost in that voice, you know what I mean? Otherwise, it could really be considered kind of a, a hood movie, you know, like more right. more of a, a gangster type hood film. But dude, like that, that voice and that walk on that character and, well, I guess Baldy too. That shit was funny, but it's 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 uh, a main character that that's dope. It's like you came up with the comic relief on the spot too, dude, and it, it changes the vibe of the film for me. Because I think like, man, if you were doing it in this voice, it would be a hood film. You know what I mean? It, it would right, be right. like some gangster type shit. So it uh, it does make it comedic for the weed people too. It just reaches more folks, you know, who it's like, man, it's comedy. But that was the aim though, because everybody want everybody doing her shit. Everybody wanna do her shit. Everybody wanna do the shoot 'em up, bang, bang, all that shit, which is good. You know what I'm saying? People enjoy that type of shit. That's entertainment overall. It's, people it's, enjoy that. I don't give a fuck what yeah. age range you're in. People enjoy that. You it's go entertaining. To the movies, you go to the movies you pay for. Star Wars, yeah. shoot 'em up, bang, bang, too. Star Wars. You're they shooting yep. lasers. You're shooting. Yep. You feel what I'm saying? So, no doubt. We just wanted to do something different with that. We wanted to do a whole different angle with it. We wanted to be bringing some type of comedy shit to it. So I got to think of something different. If I can't talk like, I can't come with this voice. I can't talk to you like this and try to make it comical. Yeah. If we go no doubt. Comedy, well, I, like, we we got to try something. Yeah. We got to go way different. You got to go way left out the box. So that's what, that's what came out for y'all. 
no doubt good shit man and i'm a fan i i try to tell any any folks who will listen it's like yo check this out you know this ganja boy thing if you're into weed and comedy if you like cheech and chong or friday like check this one out man like it's good um dude we're we're already past 904 ct so um no we're not over the limit man i i uh i i before the show came on, you sent me a couple of songs, and I would like to play those songs if we can, man. Like, oh, yeah, let's get um, busy. Yeah, so the the first one I was able to download and put into my Serato. The second one I was not, but I'm going to attempt to play the second one from my Gmail. I, I just got to make an adjustment on my controller. So after the first song plays from my Serato, I'm going to say that. And, and it's CT Terror is your music name, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna say that uh, add a CT to the front of it for copyright reasons. I guess um, it's a rock and roll band or something. I got a name, Terror. Oh, and, dude. Well, and it's for the state that you're in, correct? Like that's where you got that from, yeah. CT Terror. Yeah. It it, it it sounds like initials, bro. Like I, I calling you CT. Like I just think that's that's a cool fucking name, man. To 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 have to adhere to copyright because someone else had the the other part, you know, like that. So I'm not mad well, at it. Up. No, so literally, it's a it's a flip side to that to that name too, though. It's, it ended up with it becoming the rap name too, but it's a flip side to that too. So I'm gonna tell y'all a story with that real quick. So right. um, <clears throat> I was um I was online talking to the shorty one day, and she was like, "Yeah, um, take my number, give me a call." I'm like, "All right." So I call her. We on the phone talking for a minute. So five minutes into the conversation she starts to try to say my real name and i'm like wait what what you call me <laughs> and she goes to say it again and i'm like what you call me <laughs> so then she says it again i'm like yo where do you get this from she was like my caller id i'm like your caller id she like yeah <laughs> i'm like on your cell phone she's like no this is not a cell phone it's my house phone oh you got me calling your house phone she was like, yeah, Damn. oh, okay, no problem, cool. So now as I got off that phone with her, I called my phone carrier. Um, listen, we need to do something about changing my name so that it does not go. <laughs> <laughs> bummer, man, bummer, we man. Is it, is it about that, so. Is it, yeah. is it super long? Is it like an Indian name? Like an Indian, nah, nah, Indian nah, name? No, 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 my real name, my real name, Tiffin. Oh, so, Tiffin, like, okay. Well, um, she was, um, she tried to say that I was like, nah, man, like, especially if you don't know me, yeah, call me, call me by my moniker, my, man. Like, just yeah, like, if you see any other artists outside, you're not going to walk up on them and call them by their real name, you're going to respect them and call them body moniker. So, yeah, I, I expect the same type of respect. You feel what I'm saying? I, yeah, I yeah. try to do the same thing for my fellows as well, you know, like it was when I was in college, DJ Goldfinger. You know, it was it was my producer Tyrant's roommate for a couple of years. Mm. He'd be like, "You can't be calling me Demar. You gotta call me Goldfinger." And I'm like, "All right, all right." You know, and as I got older, I understood. It's like, no, we're we're in the spot, and that's his name. You know what I mean? And and as I started doing that, that was my radio plug at Hot 104. You know what I mean? He got a job there, mm. and he he got my song in the computer. So it just, I I learned a lot from that guy too. Just um just on music and relationships you know what i mean and got you what you know what's important from his point of view as a, as a guy playing music for people in a club and on the radio so it was, it was just cool man work 
Yeah. Um. So so then, can we can we cue up the song? CT is that cool? Uh, yeah, Take yeah, a uh... yeah, yeah. Get this back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to um, play this first song. It's called I Ain't Come by CT Terror. I'm going to uh, pot the music up. It's about two and a half minutes long. And then I'm going to pot the music down and intro the next song. Um, told y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm going to intro in between just because I got to make some adjustments and, and, and feel the airspace. So here we go right now. Mitchell, are you okay on your end, man? Okay, thumbs up from my guy, Mitchell. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. This song is called I Ain't Come by CT Terror. They bumping in the grinding, they like the way I'm shining. They might as got the diamonds, they sipping margaritas. They start to brush up on me, they rubbing on my heater. One of them getting low, other accent the draw. They wanna party with me, shit you already know. They just start looking hard, and wanna show they grill. But I'ma keep it calm, fuck up this looks skill. I start to smacking ass, and grabbing me some titties. A nigga feeling right, these bitches say they dig me. Now here come little homes. Puerto Rican, yapping out back the mouth. I don't know what he's speaking. I look toward the ground, he balling up his fist. I look him in the eye, and I told him this. I ain't coming here to beat. I ain't come to bust my heat. I just came to have some drinks. But now I gotta bust my heat, cause these niggas wanna beat. So I gotta drop my drink and come in. I ain't coming here to beat. I ain't come to bust my heat. I just came to have some drinks and bust my weed. But now I gotta bust my heat, cause these niggas wanna beat. So I gotta drop my drink. Somehow I made it out. At least I thought I did. I'm trying to tuck the burner, pick up and saw the pig. But he ain't see me. I thought it creepy. And he got the car, my way he called, man, got me like, oh, man, I'm gonna be suspected if I just start running. I should have threw the burner when I had the chance, cause some girls just from earlier went through my accident. Now I'm in custody, cops wanna fuck with me. Like as they pass my cell, I flip them off and suck my teeth. I'm in the ice cream truck, they shipping me to court. Thinking of what I should have done so that I ain't no more. I'm in the bullpen, waiting to see the judge. They got my feet shackled and my head. Up. My case get called up, they asking me my side. I cracked a big smile, I ain't got shit to hide. I ain't coming here to beef, I ain't come to push my heat. I just came to have some drinks and pump my weed. But now I gotta push my heat, cause these tickets wanna beef. So I gotta drop my drink and pump my weed. I ain't coming here to beef, I ain't come to push my heat. I just came to have some drinks and pump my weed. But now I gotta push my heat, cause these tickets wanna beef. So I gotta drop my drink and pump my weed. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was I Ain't Come by CT Terror. I got to make an adjustment here on my computer. DJ505 is going to be the output. We're going to press play. Oh, there was a problem playing this audio file. God damn it. Son of a bitch, CT. Hey, man. I don't know nothing about this new computer shit. I told you. Yeah. I was too big. Hold on. Let me just sign into the... Concerned Devs podcast one. We'll see if that solves the issue right here. Next. Oh, damn. It's not going to work, CT. My bad, dude. 
I, I, I was trying I was trying to do this the whole show while we were talking and still pay attention, dude. And my bad. We'll we'll uh we'll work it out for the time you return, man. We'll uh we'll, we'll get more songs in there and um dude, like what what else do you want to promote, man? Like I, I feel like I haven't been through enough. I would like to have you come back, but like what else do you have coming out soon? Um like are you going to release your music? And do you have like a new film that you're going to release it behind? Like what's, what's, I know you don't like to share too much of your plans, but like if you can share with us just so we can follow up and check for certain shit when we're searching afterwards, you know? Yeah. So, um, we got the music shit. I got my boy. That's the song that I sent you. It's where, um, my boy, the champ, we got a little thing that we do called Wom fam. So we got music that we've been in the stash. I'm saying just trying to get a couple other things in order before we released it. But, um, Prior to waiting on them other things. So that's what I was gonna just have you play it now. So that would have been one of the songs that we was about to come out with and we was about to get ready to shoot. We was about to shoot a video for and all that shit. But then this um coronavirus shit started popping off. So that put a halt to a lot of shit, which is why you're not seeing any Ganja Boy episodes going on right now or any filming like that, because we can't do shit. Yeah, yeah, dude. It sucks, man. It shut down a lot of uh mom and pop shops too just all kinds of businesses it's like maybe if you got a restaurant you're okay but even then it's like your sales aren't what they used to be because people can't come and sit down and and eat and and have a drink you know so yeah dude yeah it's uh it seems like the the musician homies too the ones that would eat off of touring or you know we we can't there's no shows being booked for the foreseeable future. So Man. everything for this year was canceled pretty much. So it, the, the mode is create content and it's difficult when it requires other people. So uh, if, if, you, if you do release some music, dude, and, and you, whenever you want to come back and, and talk about what you got coming out, dude, like we'd love to have you, man. It's, it's, it's been a, a, a good interview and I, I just feel like that's the answer for, if you're stuck at home, try and try and write and, you know, bug, bug homies for beats too. That's what I've been doing is calling people that I know that, that oh, make beats. Got like, hey, I know. Yeah. It's like, we you're not doing beats. shit, guys. Send me something, man. Send me something. We still don't beats. Like, we got beats. We got, we that's got, cool. We got too many beats. We got too many that's beats tight. that's already there. And then there's too many more beats to be made. So that we, we straight on the beats. So that ain't a problem. But we can definitely yeah, work with other people, though. That's not a problem. I don't have no problem with collaborating with other people at all. Like, that's a good Oh, point. yeah, dude. It's yeah, man, if you have any... uh, I, I, I'm pretty good at writing hooks, bro. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not the slickest rapper, but homies would enlist me to do choruses and stuff. So, so you like the if song? you have any... Yeah, yeah, man, it's good, dude. Like, it's a, it's a weed-type song, and it's it's honest. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck. It's like, man, I, I should have brought the burner. I should have left the burner. You know what I mean? I'm just like, it's uh, it's clever, dude. You know what I mean? So, yeah, if 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 you want to work on anything, if I got anything uh that that needs some rap on it, I'll send it your way too. But uh, there's, I I try to uh work with as many artists as I can, especially if I dig their work, man. So, whatever you need, CT man, send me whatever 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 kind of request you got and. I'll do the same, man. And I definitely want to holler at Ching to audition for a part in anything he has coming up in the future. Oh, yeah. Definitely check Ching America on YouTube. His catalog is crazy, man. Not just the yeah. work. He has previous work before me. And, like, Ching 
if you go back and watch his older shit and work your way up to his newest shit, I can't tell you the order of them. But if you just go back and watch his older shit and then come up to the newest shit and see how he has in, evolved as a filmmaker, this dude is incredible. And to see what, like, if you understand what we're working with and to see what we're doing, if we have that cinematic equipment, it's going to be that much more crazy. It's going to be yep. that much more crazy. But speaking of cinematic, um, if anybody has Amazon Prime, there's a movie. Oh, you guys are on there now? Yeah. You're a, on there? Yeah, my guy Joe Young, he has a movie on there that I'm in called um, All In The Family. So All In, then colon, The Family. Go on there and you can catch me on there doing some um, acting things too. Yeah. All In The Family by Joe Young on Amazon Prime. We're, we're going to try and do a better job of posting links in the description too, dude. So if, if I message you, I'm just bugging you for that shit tomorrow, okay? Like, I'm going to be like, man, can you, like, if, if I can't find the link, then I'm going to be like, hey, man, can you, can you send me that? And, and then any links to your music too, dude. Um, if you haven't put any of it out yet, like, put out one. You know what I mean? Like, it's a, it ain't too much. Like, I wasn't, um, I wasn't really too active with the computer stuff back in that point. I didn't have access to computer stuff all like that with things that was going on at the time. So I had somebody running the page for me and me and that person not working, stop working together. So yeah, all the shit that's on my page go back years ago. Um, I got a YouTube page myself, hip hop terror. You can go on there. You can check shit out. You can subscribe to it, whatever. It's a couple songs on there you can check out that I'm on that I did. Hip hop terror on YouTube. Was, was yeah. that one that we just played? Was that one that we just played on there? No. That one is <sighs> on the mixtape that I was talking about that I didn't put okay. on. I didn't put none of the I didn't even put none of those on the YouTube or nothing. I think I'm gonna do it though. Just because okay. this is a digital age and most people not gonna want CDs. Like you jump into most vehicles now, they don't even have a slot for a CD. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like everything is synced off a phone yeah. or something digital. So yeah. just to just to give people access to it, just so people who are aware of it, who can get aware of it, and people who are aware of it who wants to help promote whatever, it's there for them. Yeah. Yeah, uh yeah, creating more fans, C T and they will definitely find it and consume it, man. You know? Especially if you already created it. Like shit. Just make it available. True. Yeah, man. I like I'll I'll go and download it. I'll I'll jam it in the car. I'll put it in the Serato, man. Oh shit! You just reminded me. I got a um. It's a Reverb Nation page. Oh uh, what? Is it is it Hip Hop Terror or CT Terror? I think it's CT Terror. I don't even remember, bro. Like okay, like, search CT yeah, Terror on on is, Reverb Nation. Also, this is back when I had somebody. Else. Yeah, I think it is on the CT Terror, but. Yeah. Or CT, CT apostrophe S terror or CT terror. One of the two. This is again, this is back when I had somebody else running it and I completely just forgot about it until you just said something right there. Yeah. And and then as a suggestion too, if I mean if you have partners that you're putting it out with, that's cool. But if you do it on your own, CD Baby, man. I, I love them. CDbaby.com. You you can put it out through them. They'll put it on title, uh, Slacker, YouTube soundcloud deezer like everywhere that you can sell it they'll, they'll put it there and it's pretty cheap dude like a single is like less than 50 bucks like 30 or 40 bucks or something so for one song 
to have it everywhere and then be able to share the link that's pretty cheap that's cheap you know yeah and and why i like cd baby more than distro hits or tunecore is that distro hits and tunecore charge you every year so every year that you want your your music distributed through them they charge you a fee and cd baby is one time Mm. so that makes sense i mean yeah dude you know and it it just uh it's just a better move for me because then i can just track the the analytics and and share the links and it's cool too because certain people that are a fan of you from way back or whatever they'll be like hey i didn't know you were on this app you know and it's like yeah man shout out to cd baby you know like those guys help it out so shout that's, out that's that. my one su- yeah man yeah and that's my one suggestion for the music ct shout out for that plug yeah and and then uh dude is there uh you're on twitter also twitter and ig as ct terror yeah. ct underscore terror ct yep yep ig okay. twitter i got a uh fan page on facebook ct terror i like that shit okay cool and then also ching america films ladies and gentlemen and, and ganja boy yes. yeah ganja yes, boy sir. definitely good for some laughs man in, in this day and time bitch uh yeah goddamn right goddamn right all right so uh are, are you good with that ct man did you did you get everything out you wanted to share man I, i'm just waiting to do my outro dance man I, I think mitch and jess gotta go home and do their I'm little circle and i'm here for y'all whatever else you you know if we y'all rap want to wrap it up we good i'm good Okay, cool, dude. Time. And I, 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 yeah, man. I know it's late over there too, but I would love to have you back. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna bug you throughout the summer, man. Like, we'll get you back and ask some more questions, cause I'm sure I'm gonna talk to Mitchell and Jess too, and they're like, "Yo, we should have asked him this. We should have asked him that." So, uh, it, it'd be dope to have a part two, man. Let's do it. Okay, cool. Yeah. So with that, yeah, man. And thanks, dude. I, I appreciate it a lot. So and hopefully with next that, time with a part two. Hopefully with a part two, if the situation changes up, it could be a situation where I'm over there and we're in the same room. Yeah, 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 man. We're from each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Make it a little and, bit and have a have a have a table. Yeah, have a table and have weed and have yeah. It, yeah, have it a bit more official. Yes. Sir. I'm I'm working on it. That that was the goal of me moving out here too, CT. It's like I gotta be closer to my guys so that we can try and work a situation so that if people slide through, we, we can have them come through and be interviewed live, you know. So I'm 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 with that CT. And and if you do, if you ever slide out anywhere close to the Northwest, like Seattle, Portland, or Spokane, man, hit me up, dude. I got I might hey, be close by. We we can link up and smack one. Man, you never know. No doubt, man. No doubt. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. With that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna do my outro dance. This was the 55th episode of Concerned Dabs Podcast. I was your host, Kitty M. Kane. Our guest tonight, ladies and gentlemen, was CT Terror star of the film ganja boy he plays slick Re- really awesome ganja movie if you want to check it out produced by ching america films um go and check them out online follow him ct underscore terror on twitter and ig also check out hip-hop terror on youtube um i gotta give a shout out to my guys in production mitchell wilson and jesse curry this has been a main note and joseph street enterprise production <laughs>